Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wake up! Let's play ball, it's indie. We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar of if our pal Skip Schumacher doesn't bring this back, he's out of his mind. Next time we talk to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think he could probably now hang out with Creed if he wants to? I mean, yeah. I don't know how big of Marlins fans Creed still... I, like, I would wonder what Scott, Scott I mean, they, Stapp's they, take presumably on... Presumably they wrote the song because... They were Marlins fans. Well, they were right? huge at the time. They're from Florida, I would, I would guess. Scott, what do you think about Skip Schumacher being the new manager? Come on, girl, girl, Skip. Girl, girl. It's really not that bad. Yes. But you will Can I ask a dumb question? Sure. (laughs) I've always kind of wondered, because I see people refer to Creed jeans all the time. I always say it. What does that mean? They have, like, uh, designs on the butt, like a cross or something. Okay. Yeah, a lot of guys in media wear them. (laughs) I can name you about five off the top of my head. You see them out at a Padres game, and they got jeans on. Look at their ass next time, and there's, like, stitched crosses on the back. Creed jeans. Those are Creed jeans. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. You you fashion jeans. Turn your mics off for a second. Yeah, those without guys. a doubt. Those, yeah, those thousand, are the very first two that came to mil, mind. Those first two names, no brainer. <laughs> oh, I like your Creed jeans, bud. What are you sixty? 
Wear so those Creed Kirkland jeans? jeans are the exact You're opposite. Fine. You're fine. You're absolutely jeans. fine. Creed would not be caught dead in your Kirkland jeans. We didn't have to turn off our mics to say Coach Contero. <laughs> I would kill to see Coach in some tight ass Creed jeans. They're tighter. They're tight. Yeah, they're fitting, like, mostly. Yeah. Little hip hugger. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Maybe we bring that back for Throwback Thursday tomorrow, <laughs> along with a bevy of other things. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, we are halfway uh, halfway home, actually, through the week. Ben and Woods, 97.3, the fan halfway home uh, on today's show. That was a fun segment. Now, again, I want you guys to, to if you're going to submit songs and stuff, we don't have any power <laughs> to get your song played by the I'm not I can't call Eric Grupner and go Group Dog, it's Woodsy. You try to make him listen to it like if you wanted to. Wear him out. He's yeah. like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, Ah, it's working. What are you doing? Well, I just got off the air. Hey, put your speaker, I'm gonna put this on and put it play it over your speaker, and you tell me, like, I don't I don't have that power. Nor nor would I. I don't like to bother him. He gets bothered enough. I'm not going to bother him with the new Padres anthem. So uh don't know that we're the right outlet to send it to but we'll certainly play it and have fun with it and you know i mean our audience is very mean <laughs> the very 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 tough crowd i mean they're also very nice it's weird it is it, weird but when a it combination came... of both very mean and very nice tier ones can go either direction when necessary they're adaptable the, yeah yeah very much so very much so but i uh that was a fun segment. I, I didn't see a lot. You know, I saw a couple that said, yeah, you know, change a couple words, speed it up a little bit, maybe I'd be down. Um, but, yeah, said it's, it doesn't really, doesn't really fit as an anthem, per se. But uh, I want to talk more about – I've got Ben a little spun out here because uh, I want to talk more about Aaron Rodgers and okay. the, and the, um, the darkness retreat. And you still are having a hard time wrapping your mind around it. I, I just feel like it would be harmful to me to try to do... So if you missed it, Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee that he has not made his final decision on his future yet, and he is going to go on a darkness retreat in order to make that decision. And as, as Paul and Woods kind of told me, so Aaron Rodgers plans to go to some remote location, like a a solid... A, a cabin in solitude somewhere where they black out all the lights, like blackout curtains, so it's just like completely dark. Oh no, it's not like a house. It's like a cave or like a. Yeah, it's like okay. a like a, a, a an abode. It was a cabin. Oh, did they, the the ones I saw online last night where you can go and pay an exorbitant amount. I think the of one money I read specifically it? about Aaron Rodgers was it's going to be like a small little cabin. Okay. In an undisclosed location, he's going to have food delivered to him. I don't know that you can actually have complete darkness in a cabin. Well, ca- I mean, I saw that too. That so he's going to get some food delivered. So they're going to DoorDash meals right there. He's not. Yeah, he, he gets to eat, but you have to eat in the complete darkness because that would be difficult. Hmm. I you know okay the food's so, here. I think it, I think for him it's more about um, isolation and meditation than it is about the darkness. I mean, you don't you don't have to be in darkness for twenty four seven like every second of the day. He said, uh, "Here's his quote: It's just sitting in isolation, meditation, dealing with your thoughts. It stimulates DMT, so there can be some hallucinations in there. But it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do." He's right. Uh, we rarely ever turn our phone off or put the blinds down to sleep in darkness. I'm really looking forward to it. If that's what it is and I'm getting food and I'm going to sit in quiet for four days, 
where the f do I sign? I'll sign up for that today. Okay, send me to and, a remote peace cabin and quiet without my phone is fine. And and I would go by myself to a cabin and have a nice peaceful weekend. But I think I'd like to go on nature walk, you know, nature walks and you go outside, get some fresh air. Sure, I don't want to sit in a pitch black room for hours that's and hours the and hours. That's how long That's could you? How long could you be in a cabin in the woods in isolation? A week? I could do a week. So what? What do I have available at this cabin? Nothing. Nothing at all. Hey, books or something? I don't know. You read books. All right. Books changes the equation considerably. Yeah. If I had a couple of books, I could definitely do close to a week. You know, maybe three or four days. But if literally, I have nothing. All I have is sit with no my phone, own no thoughts. TV. The only thing I would need, I would need two things. I would need music, and I would need food. And you could put, yeah, I'll do a month. Okay, he said silence, though. Yeah, no, he said no silence. music. Right. I would have to have music for for that long to listen to. To that's how that's what helps me meditate. Uh, I like having my AirPods in all the but time. But the point of this is utter silence, right? Darkness and, and med- silence. Meditation. A lot of times when you meditate, you have those those songs on in the background, kind of the meditation songs. Um, but like I, this is not an uncommon. The thing that bothered me it was yesterday. Everyone was making it like it was such an uncommon practice. Like he's not, he's not digging a hole. He's going to crawl in nude, cover himself up with dirt, and then emerge after four days and say, "I'm ready." It's like, like Punxsutawney Phil. I saw my shadow. I'm going to play again. Like to take a bands do this stuff all the time. And in fact, I would love our show to go do five days in the woods. Just the three of us with ideas and some psilocybin and and really bond and and create that nothing would make me happier. Yeah, you run it past the misses. Probably not going to get the okay. Uh, you got two jobs, going to be tough. But you know what I'm saying? Like bands do this all the time. They go to a remote location where there's nobody around, no outsiders, no producers, and they jam and they play and they create beautiful music. This happens all the time. All right, let me let me put it a different way for you. If you're in prison, you're already somewhere bad. Where do they put you to punish you? When Solitary. You're in pri- prison. Solitary. Like in the dark, by yourself, for a stretch of time, a long stint. You know, they put Andy in there for a, a month. A month. And when, then another month. Yeah. To, you know, the Are warden, you being so obtuse? The, the warden put him in there what for a month. What did you call month. me? Give him another month. That's torture, is what that is. Aaron Rodgers is going to go torture himself I for disagree. four days. I disagree. I disagree. In solitary When it's against your will, it can be viewed as torture. When you lose your freedom, even if it's for a night, it's different than I'm willingly going to this awesome cabin to sit quietly without my phone. It's way different than I'm in solitary. You're choosing to put yourself in solitary. Yeah. It sounds so good. I don't think that sounds fun at all. God, I think that sounds so Nothing. I have no interest. I, you talked about um, sensory deprivation as well. Had a friend recommend uh, float therapy, and um, I said, okay. You know, he told me a little bit about it, and he goes, you know, if you're feeling a little creatively stifled, and I am, and I get that way a lot, he goes, go do float therapy. So I'm thinking about it, trying that out. I, 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 I told you, I'm a, I'm a searcher. <laughs> so you're, you're like in a tank, like it's... It's water, so there's no weight. So you're kind of full. You're not like swimming, though. Correct. You're it's not, not moving. Deep. It's not deep. You're not moving, And though. it's just quiet. And it's like body temperature, so you're not feeling any hot or cold or anything. You're not seeing anything. There's no sound. 
So your all your senses are pretty much heightened. No, nothing. You're not getting any touch. But your brain is you're not moving. Right. You're not getting any sound. You're not getting any taste. You're not getting any smell. It's so it's your senses are dull to nothing. You don't get anything, and you're just left with your your own thoughts, your thoughts. in your own world. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that float therapy can like change change your, your life. Life. That's what I heard too. I'm fascinated by. I it. am too. As a searcher, I want to know what it's you know. It's I don't about. necessarily want my life changed that much. I like my life. Let's not you're let's very not work repressed. so hard. It doesn't He's change your life. life. You're not gonna like. You're not, you're gonna, not gonna wake up a new person, but you're gonna have a new. A renewed outlook. I you don't of. like being alone with your thoughts very much. Ben, why don't you have a seat? Ben, seat there on the I couch. Have ni- I have good thoughts. I have nice thoughts. Lay down. I have nothing but nice thoughts all the time. Nothing but nice yeah, thoughts? Much. You're so repressed. Ben, look at me. You're so blocked. I, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. What's well, not my fault? It's, it's not, not your, your fault. fault. I'm sorry. It's I'm not, not, I'm not Will Hunting. I'm not... I'm not going to break down. I know it's not my fault. You're very repressed. You need some help. Float therapy and isolation therapy is my prescription to you. Plus, we need the picture. I would want to see him come back with like seven days of beard growth, which he'd pretty much look the same. Just totally different. Hippy dippy Ben. I mean, everything already rolls off your back anyway. I don't know how much better it would do for you. But guys like me and Pauly... I think it would help us tremendously. I'm all for it. Good for him. It's a big decision he's making. Whatever you feel you need to do to make that decision uh, easier on you, go ahead. He's fascinating. And you think this is something that can heighten creativity as well? Oh, absolutely. Like, I'll have better Padres takes after we spend some time in isolation or do mushrooms or (laughs) do sensory deprivation. My Padres takes will be that much sharper. Oh, so good. Ben comes back. Here, here's the best. We go to a cabin, take some psilocybin, and Ben comes back, and we get on the air, and he's like, you know, after that weekend, none of this really matters anymore. I don't even like sports. It's all just a big nothing. <laughs> he just loses interest completely. We break him to where he's Crap. like, I don't I don't care. That backfired on uh, us? Yeah, that backfired. I'm like, Ben, we need you. <laughs> He just buys a van, wants to go driving around, see the way. we. That's the thing I fear with Ben. If we did start to dig a little deep, what if it completely changed who you were as a yes, person? Yes, you need, me how, I, you need I me how I am. I need you how you are. Stop trying to change me. Various therapies. He comes on, all right, everybody, sports are stupid. He just hates sports. It would be so bad. What is? Like, hey, man, that's like your opinion. Hey, really it's important. Your life. opinion, bro. It's fine. Dean Spanos. I come back as the dude. I'm, as the dude I'm cool. I'm cool with Dean Spanos. I the get band. it, bro. I get it. I get why you did what you had to do. Oh, it would be so fantastic. All right. Five reasons from Ken Rosenthal why he thinks Manny Machado could sign a contract extension with the Padres before opening day, Woods. Is Ken trying to get back in our good graces here in San Diego? Possibly, but he's got five reasons why he thinks it's more likely to happen than not. Uh, we'll get to that coming up on Ben and Woods. First, let's check traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Text from a pal, Brendan, said, oh, you got to check out Float Spa San Diego. He says, one of his buddies owns it. You'd love it. Do it every so often. It helps. All right, I'll try that. Would you do, flo- you'd do floating before you would do, you know. Uh, darkness retreat? Darkness yes. or mind-altering substances. Well, I, I, only because I don't think the floating is going to last me five, four days. I don't no. want. I'd, I think you can go an hour. An hour? That seems like a long time, too. Let's start with 10 minutes. How about 10 that? minutes? 10 minutes of sensory deprivation floating. You think you'd panic in there? Yeah. Do you? A little bit. <laughs> I mean, I think time would go very slowly. I bet I'm, you'd fall asleep. I'd fall asleep, <laughs> first of all, which I don't know. Does that, does that do any good if you just fall asleep? I have no idea. When I sit alone with my thoughts, I just play rounds of golf in my mind. <laughs> Boy, I really should have hit peaceful. five iron there. It's very peaceful. I always play well. Yeah. I don't hit a lot of bad shots when I'm imagining a golf round in my mind. It's, it keeps me calm and relaxed. You are truly the goat, Ben. Truly. <laughs> try not to overthink things. I try yeah. not to overthink You are things. not an overthink. Really, I feel like sometimes you... <laughs> you think? Overthink a You think bit. so? Ben, just in complete silence. Just... Dog leg left, <laughs> 364 yards. Start with that driver. The only problem is my real rounds are always somewhat disappointing compared to my imaginary. Yeah, I mean, I'm hitting, our imagination. Green. I 
I try to temper my expectations. Like, I can't make every putt in right. my mind. So sometimes I have to two putt. Two putt. But I pretty much always hit the fairway in the green, you know? Right like, why would I hit a bad shot in my mind? You wouldn't. So I pretty much always shoot. You ever make love between. to ugly women in your mind? No. <laughs> nobody does that either. So <laughs> I would shoot anywhere from like three to ten under par in my mind. <laughs> three to ten. Uh, oh, big day for me. 62. I mean, if I'm putting well, I'm making a lot of birdies because I'm knocking it close. I'm, I'm making the shots. Oh, like boy. if it's a really tough hole, then yeah, it's a par is fine. But otherwise, I'm going for birdie. Fantastic. Give me some Manny. Right, so, Give yeah. me the Manny. So, Lay it this, on me. I, this was a little unexpected this morning in The Athletic. Ken Rosenthal uh, dropping a piece. He writes, uh, I'm not a betting man, and my predictions generally range from laughable to abysmal, but if I had to guess one thing that would happen this spring, like if anything in baseball, so he's got a got a lot to choose from here. He says, I would say a monster extension between the Padres and star third baseman Manny Machado. So I'm immediately... Think, okay, what is he hearing? He must be hearing some whispers, something. Uh, no, he says no sources are saying a deal is close or at this point even under discussion. But A.J. Preller recently did say, and we played the audio as well from Buster Olney's podcast, he intends to touch base with Machado on a new deal. Manny said at FanFest, yeah, balls in Peter and A.J.'s court about an extension. If they want to approach me, I'm certainly amenable to listening and Ken lays out five reasons that he thinks it will happen sooner rather than later. First reason, Steve Cohen. What? Mets owner? Why is he a reason? Well, he's a threat. He says, hey, the Mets owner's lurking. Tried to get a third baseman, uh, shortstop slash third baseman in Carlos Correa. Didn't work out this offseason. So who would be first in line probably if Manny Machado opts out at the end of the year? Yeah, Steve Cohen. Is that a enviable situation for the Padres to be bidding against the other biggest spender right now in baseball for the same player? Not really. No. So that's a huge the Padres point. Yeah, to, to huge, get a deal done sooner rather huge, than later. Huge point. Reason number two, Juan Soto. And Ken pretty much says the, uh, the unknown factor of whether or not Juan Soto is even going to be willing to discuss an extension until free agency you know, signing Manny pretty much doesn't guarantee that Soto's going to leave, but it gives you some comfort. It gives you a, you know, buffer essentially against uh, the potential loss of Soto. If you did have to trade him, if you didn't re sign him in free agency, you would know you still have Manny and you still have a Tatis and you still have Bogarts. And that just those three is a fantastic core. No question. For at least the next. Five or six years. No question. I mean, at some point, Manny and Bogarts are going to, you know, get past their prime. Tatis should be in his prime for almost his entire 14-year contract. So you've got, there's plenty of World Series champions that have had nucleuses way less, <laughs> way less impressive than those yeah, three guys alone. But yeah, impressive as well. Without Soto. So, you know, that's another reason that he feels like the deal could happen sooner rather than later. Reason number three, Peter Seidler. Basically, just the fact that, you know, you know Peter Seidler loves Manny. He's certainly willing to spend. Put two and two together. All right. So the guy who loves his players and especially loves Manny Machado and has been willing to spend money on players, why wouldn't he just do this now and spend money and get it done? And Peter has said, what was his quote? I intend for Manny to spend the rest of his career with the Padres. He said it on record. Uh, Number four, uh, Dan Lozano, who's Manny's agent, 
Now, this one, he kind of goes a little bit in both directions. Certainly, an agent usually would push toward free agency. The big payday, you can really drive up the price like Scott Boris does by hitting the open market and pitting teams against each other. However, Lozano also knows that Manny, you know, there's no guarantees essentially in life. And getting a deal done now, Manny's coming off two out of the last three years have been fantastic. What if the numbers dip a little bit this year? And you, you're not in as good a position as you thought. You can manage a lot of risk on the agent's part by just getting something done now and not worrying about it going forward. you got Manny pretty much set for the rest of his career. It's another thing off the agent's plate. And then finally, Manny Machado himself. And the fact that, that he seems to be very happy here in San Diego. And sometimes the grass is not greener, certainly somewhere else. And that Manny is probably more than willing if he gets what he thinks is a fair deal from the Padres that he just would take that and not risk the unknown. We know Manny didn't like he didn't necessarily like his free agency period the last time. No. It stretched well into the offseason, right to the start of spring training. He said it affected him big time in 2019 early in the season, the fact that he couldn't have a normal offseason blamed a little bit of his I wouldn't call them struggles, but he certainly didn't put up Manny-like numbers in his first season with the Padres and pretty much said that offseason and that free agency was to blame. The fact that he could avoid that right now by signing a contract leads me to believe that that would be another big reason why this could get done sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I hate speaking for players. I do. Um, but you Think about your legacy. You know, If you're Manny Machado, you finish your career here, you're beloved here. You're on a, a fast track to the Hall of Fame, one of the best third basemen in the game, if not the best third baseman in the game. You are beloved by an entire city and and have been accepted, and, and everybody loves you, and you post every single day. And, yeah, it'd be really tough for me to watch him, you know, leave to go to New York and, and play with the Mets. Um, it would be really tough. And, and I, I, I think, think – Knowing him a tiny, tiny little bit and talking to him and hearing him and watching him his career progress, I get the sense, at least I'll say, that his legacy is important to him. It is. He's done a lot to um he's done a lot to alleviate some of the issues that he had earlier in his career. He's done a lot to become the heartbeat of a team, the heartbeat of a city, a team player. You see how he embraces new guys when they get here. Uh, the relationships that he has with all of those players, Ben. He's the unofficial captain of the San Diego Padres. Put that C on his chest and and go out and give him a little bit more money, a couple more years, and make sure that that cat retires. Uh, you know, at that point, maybe the first baseman of the San Diego Padres because um, there's just really nothing that guy can't do. By the way, we're not talking about a San Diego discount. Here. No, absolutely not. Yeah, that you can pretty much throw that phrase out the window. It doesn't exist anymore. But I do think that, you know, you sign him now. It is a discounted price versus what you could make on the open market. Now, you've been very clear in the past. And we've talked about this before, both off the air and on the air. You could get a huge offer from somewhere else. And if it's not somewhere you want to go, you know, it's not the kind of show you want to do. It's not the place you want to live. You would very quickly say no. Be, it would be so. You want to stay here? It'd be so moronically easy if if Kiss FM in L.A. asked me to come for a million dollars a year and do this job, but I had to play 
music of bands I didn't like, and I had to talk about artists I didn't like, and I had to do I, for a million dollars a year. I would say no, I'm good. All right, on See, my that's a fair comparison. It'd have to on be my like kids. It, it'd have to because Manny wouldn't be going to let's call it New York to do something he doesn't like. Right, right. but so it'd be like something you love, like you know, going to a radio station. Let's call it in Chicago or New York to play music that you are extremely passionate about and you love. But you still have to leave here. Yeah, no. I'm this is home. Okay. That's fair. I I have been very clear. I do have a price, you know, and there there is the temptation of making big big bucks somewhere else and let's be honest, I mean, even a small difference in a contract is still big bucks. No I mean, you know, Manny if he can get 10% more somewhere else, that that could end up being 30 to forty million dollars somewhere coin, else. It's man. not nothing. That's that's a lot of money. But even I, at that point, would have to say, my quality of life, my peace of mind, my personal happiness. When you have that much money, you can't buy those things. Right. You can't. You cannot buy those things, even for an extra thirty million dollars. And whatever you could get on the open market. If you're happy and you like where you are and you like your team, your teammates, your situation, where you live. And by the way, the direction of the team is massively yes. important as well. It's one thing you can't you can't buy anywhere else. You don't know what that you really don't know what that situation would be like. You can say, Oh, I like the I like what I see from this organization, but until you've played it and you've lived it, you may not be as happy somewhere else. I don't know what the offer for Eric Hosmer was in Kansas City to stay. I don't. I don't know if it was. I, I know it wasn't close to 144 here. I know. Let's just. I, I hate to even speculate on what it was to get him to stay. But I bet you if he had a time machine, Ben, I think he probably would have stayed in Kansas City, don't you? Given everything that's transpired, hero forever. I mean, he's, he's still. I was there. Depends I was on the money. I was there. Well, what if it's what if it's a hundred million instead of one hundred twenty-two? What if it's ninety million instead of one hundred twenty-two? Yeah, I mean, I was there. There's, there's, I'm, th- I'm saying if it was like forty or fifty. No, yeah, versus one hundred forty. That's seventy million dollar difference. You, Way different. You got to make you got to make the move. So I'm st- I'm in Kansas City, uh, you know, last year six months ago, and the guys we were watching a Padres game. It was Padres Royals, and they're like, "Can't believe, man, Haas is gone. I can't believe like he's still this this cultural." Icon phenomenon in Kansas City, beloved, beloved. Why? Because he won him a World Series, so he'll he can never buy a drink there again. And you wonder what's that worth to you? You know, now Manny has not done that yet here in San Diego. If he does, if he does this year, bro, imagine going somewhere else. I think it would be a colossal mistake. But he's gotten really almost nothing but love here. A hundred percent. People love Manny. They love him, and, and he's been exemplary since he's been here. All right, just food for thought uh, from Ken Rosenthal. The, as we the go Cohen, forward. the Cohen thing is the one that jumps out at me the most. Yeah, I think there's a reason where, where he's I, number one. I get a little, you know, that that guy lurking in the weeds is is not good for any of us. All right, speaking of the Padres, uh, so they were the number one ranked lineup by ESPN last week when they came out with their lineup rankings. They came out with their starting pitching rankings yesterday. Let's just say. Not as, Not as optimistic good. about the Padres, but we can discuss it, where they landed, uh, and some of the details on that list when we come back on Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
launched his own podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam dissecting all the latest news from the Padres. Find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, as long as we're promoting our colleagues, Jesse Agler has a new newsletter that uh, he announced yesterday that uh, you can sign up for. It's not a like an official Odyssey newsletter or anything, but uh, you can check it out of Jesse's social feeds. Does it have a name? Is it does i didn't catch it if it had a name but he plans on putting out beyond the booth beyond the booth like the radio booth and it's um i mean it's just observations and part kind of behind the scenes of jesse's life is what i'm kind of getting the sense of things that you won't necessarily hear during the broadcast but uh that you know add a little color and flavor to the jesse agler experience yeah do some uh, road stories you know yeah or... I, you know and he also said and this made a lot of sense. Jesse does a ton of research and comes up with some great nuggets and stories to use on the radio broadcast. Not always does he have the time, though, to use them all. And, by the way, not everybody listens to every inning of every broadcast of the baseball season. There's a lot of games. Occasionally you're at the game or you're watching on television and you don't hear Jesse. I wish I heard more of Jesse. I listen every second I'm on that, you know, I'm in the car that a Padres game is on. I will listen to Jesse, but that still is leaves a lot of time where I'm not listening to Jesse. So some of the great stuff that you probably missed, he's going to include in this newsletter. Yeah, I tweeted him, uh, tweeted it last night and said I look forward to stealing you know most of most of his material for our show the next day. And he laughed and I said, Well, you're the incorporator, I am the repurposer. I will be, we will be repurposing uh, much of of Jesse's. Uh, brilliant, brilliant dialogue that uh, that he gives us. So yeah, go subscribe to that. Uh, certainly, people can't get enough about the Padres. I mean, now's the best time to be in the business of of San Diego Padres baseball. Uh, Jesse is is doing a smart thing here by putting that. He's a brilliant writer as well. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to this. Uh, getting it a couple times a week, once a week. All right. So Bradford Doolittle, ESPN baseball writer, who we've had on a few times on this program. He's always very good. I came out with ESPN's way too early MLB starting rotation rankings yesterday. And as I said, the Padres were number one in the lineup rankings last week. Not number one here. Uh, I'll give you their ranking and what they had to say about the Padres rotation after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so first of all, you got to kind of go through a little methodology of how ESPN and Bradley Bradford Doolittle came up with these rankings. Uh, he said using uh, the depth charts at Fangraphs, and innings pitched projections. He labeled the top eight most likely starters for each club and then divided up how many turns each would get on a 162-game schedule. He then forecasted basically 162 random games and you know their opponents of, of who they might be facing and kind of determined good starts, bad starts, wins and losses. He, like gems were starts in which uh, were 15 Game score points above average, so like a, a well above average start. Eggs, like laying an egg, were 15 points below average scores. And as he totaled it all together, the Padres ended up number 14 on the starting pitching rankings. Ooh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Now, that sounds that sounds very problematic for a World Series contender. You want to have, a obviously, a really good Top pitching rotation. Five, yeah, yeah, you would think. So... That's certainly a concern. Now, here's what here's what he wrote about the Padres. 
Well, you can see what's going on here. The top three of Darvish, Musgrove, and Snell look elite. But when it comes to the Padres overcoming the Dodgers in 2023, which could certainly happen, it's what comes after that top three that might make a difference. A key to that will be the fortunes of Nick Martinez, whom the projections don't love, but the Padres certainly do, as evidenced by the deal they gave him after the season. When he played his season out, and this isn't necessarily what the pitcher's records will be, but he has the Padres going 22-9 and in games that you Darvish starts. Okay. 23-8 and in games that Joe Musgrove starts. Okay. 21 and 8 in games Blake Snell starts. So of those 3, that's that's fantastic. You're winning 63 wins right there. You're winning there. more than 2 out of every 3 games. You are playing at essentially like 111 win clip baseball with your top 3. His Potter's going 8 and 17 in games Nick Martinez starts. Again, wow. the projections not a huge fan. 8 and 11 in games Seth Lugo starts. Then he had 4 and 6 in games Adrian Morejon starts. Three and eight in games Jay Groom starts, and one and five in games Julio Tehran starts. So, not much help from the four through eight guys in what he projects as the Padres rotation. Yeah, I mean it's a bit arbitrary. Obviously, it is it, it, minus a bit. It's very arbitrary. And by the way, these numbers are all based on kind of neutral lineups. This is simply pitching, so it doesn't factor in. The fact that the Padres have the number one lineup in baseball supporting all of these pitchers. Yeah, good point. I, you know, listen, in, our, in your mind as a baseball fan, when you look at the lineup, you go, hey, this is eight runs a game, easy, every night. And yeah, if everybody's clicking, it's eight runs would probably be low for what this team has the ability to accomplish. Uh, when when do they perform, Ben? Is it, do they, do they, there are so, so many pitchers in, in baseball where like Jacob Degrom is that perfect example of the guy that goes out and shoves and never wins, doesn't at least get a win, and oftentimes the Mets would not win in games he started. Does that mean Jacob Degrom's not a good pitcher? No, obviously not. It just he's their ace, and typically he's going up against the other team's ace as well. Um, there's a lot to factor into it. I think people are sleeping on Nick Martinez a little bit. I I don't know why I say that. More of a gut feeling, just kind of knowing him, um, a guy that doesn't want is not going to let himself fail. Does that make sense? I feel that as well. I, I have that kind of gut feeling that he's going to have a good year. My do gut, a little acknowledged as well. My gut's been way wrong He could before. definitely do better than these projections. Well, is it 17 or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, didn't make 25 starts, and the Padres only win a quarter of them. I don't, I, that is tough for me to stomach. Yeah. He may be dead on, man. He may be, But that could also happen in Joe Musgrove's starts. That could also happen in Blake Snell's starts. There's really no way to tell, and these arbitrary lists and power rankings and things make me insane for that reason um you know the makeup of the player the makeup of the work ethic is certainly there for him to be successful got the offense and the defense to back it up i like our chances at least till the deadline with the five six seven that we've got um i'm not panicked to go out michael waka uh if they did i'd be elated i'd be elated i'd be super happy uh but if that's not the case then then so be it you know i'm, I'm willing to roll the dice with what we have i'm still looking toward the middle of the season trade deadline as clearly probably targeting a pitcher. Now, injuries can change all kinds of factors when you get to the middle of the season, but the Padres do seem ripe to pick up one more frontline starter for a, a postseason run sometime during this season. If you look at the uh, the top of the rankings list, the number one rotation in baseball, according to ESPN, going into this season, belongs to the New York Yankees. Shocking. With uh, Garrett Cole, Carlos Radon, Nestor Cortez, Cortez, Luis Severino, and then 
uh, a various mix behind those guys. But those it's guys, a pretty good four, pretty good top four, uh, and they are followed closely by the Milwaukee Brewers as the second best rotation in baseball. Now, Woodruff Burns, like, like, so this is why you're not factoring in lineups. They said their game score has them winning 99 games. No one thinks the Milwaukee Brewers are going to win 99 games, but if the game was only about pitching and you took all the lineups out of it, the Milwaukee Brewers would be probably the best team in the National League. Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Eric Lauer, they so-so, but Freddie Peralta, Aaron Ashby, uh, Wade Miley, Adrian Hauser, they've got a pretty deep rotation. Uh, the Mets are at number three. That's certainly a concern for the Padres with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander leading the way. It's a big drop-off after that. Um, it really is. Now, they don't have their... You know, the number three through eight guys, not quite as bad looking as the Padres. They're all right around 500. Jose Quintana, 15 and 15. Carlos Carrasco, 11 and 13. Feels like Senga, 12 and 11. It feels like they're weighing in the Mets' potentially prolific offense to help out guys' unknowns. I mean, Carrasco's solid. Senga is an unknown. Who was the other one you mentioned? Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana, he had a decent bounce back. Yeah, but I again, mean, like, it feels like. It feels like you're not taking into I, account. I think, I think you could argue that all of those guys are, are more, other than Senga, a little mystery coming over from Japan, but certainly Quintana and Carrasco are, are more proven than a Nick Martinez and yeah, a Seth Lugo for sure. in a starting rotation. Right. So, Good call. Yeah, you'll give the Mets the, the advantage there. Rounding out the top five, the Atlanta Braves at number four, and the Philadelphia Phillies at number five. Yep. So the NL East pitching is deep and good. Stacked. And, you know, very tough in that division, uh, at the top three especially. Yeah, it, it's it's stacked. It's stacked. I like where we are. I like our chances. We have a GM and an owner that are willing to make moves, spend, add salary if need be. I'm, I'm not just not going to panic yet. You know, I'm not going to panic about Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo just yet. I, I feel like the offense will be able to carry uh, the pitching at times when need be. Also, I think what they're not factoring in – is and I know it's starting pitching only, but to say that you're going to win only eight out of seventeen of Nick Martinez's starts, I think you have to factor in this pretty good bullpen that we have behind these guys as well. Nick Martinez isn't going to be asked Ben nor is Seth Lugo to go out and throw seven innings. They're just not. They're going to be three, four inning guys a couple times through the lineup and then turn it over to the bullpen, uh, which is you know should be one of the best in baseball. I think if uh, there's one thing like. The long game, if you want to cheer for something to happen to help the Padres, might be a good idea for the Milwaukee Brewers to be out of just contention. Just be terrible. <laughs> terrible. And, like, and, Cor- like, and Corbin Burns to be on the on trade the block yep. sometime in the middle of the season. 100%. Where you can turn one of those top prospects, maybe a prospect and another one thrown in, for a rental of Corbin Burns at the top un, of your un, rotation, unquestionably, because he's one guy who might potentially be he's a he's available. a put you over the top yeah. guy potentially, and uh, he's got control beyond this year as well. He's got two years of control left, so you'd have you'd have an answer for your starting rotation, at least one big piece of it in twenty twenty four as well. He'd be one guy to me would be worth you know a top prospect or two if you were going to go that direction now. I, if the Brewers are still in it, though, they might not. They might even be interested in trading him, and that could change the equation. No question. Uh, there's there's a couple teams. Miami's another team. 
you know, I love Skip. I hope he does well. But I mean, if they're if they're looking to to deal from a position of strength at the deadline, that's a, an organization I would look at for pitching as well. Um, yeah, I, I, again, nobody knows. I mean, is Nestor Cortez going to continue to do what he's done? Is Radon going to translate, you know, f- flawlessly over to to the, the Yankees and pitching in New York? Is that going to be a piece of cake? Uh, for him, who knows? Who knows? And, I mean, and remember, like the Dodgers, uh, they're not as deep in pitching as they have been in the past, but they are deep in their farm system, ranked number one uh, just this last week. Yeah, they can go out and get guys. Uh, if if Corbin Burns was on the market, they needed pitching. It might be the Padres could offer whatever they've got, and they might not be able to, you know, better an offer from a, an, an organization like the Dodgers that yeah, has a deeper farm system. And it's right such now. a weird position to be in as a Padre fan. You're looking at it going. This is a make or break, or like a kind of go for it year. You have to go for it. You have to be as aggressive as you can be. Period. You can't worry. Oh well, at least the Dodgers uh, depleted their farm system, and we got and they got Corbin Burns. We'll get him next year. No, like this, you're going for a World Series championship this year, so you have to be as aggressive, if not more, than others. This hour of the fan brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID nineteen cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit treatcovid19.com. We'll come back. Uh, we got the Rindle Report. Uh, reset that big news about San Diego State. And we've got our records that may never be broken all ahead on 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.